Ooh, look at Torch. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not playing Pokemon Snap right now, am I? No, it's time for Supercast Brothers, the place where we talk about Smash Brothers. Because what the hell else do we have to do with our lives? Nothing. Nothing. I'm Xantox, otherwise known as Lister, and this freak is Jono, otherwise known as Jono. And he's doing one of his bits that he always does, so, you know, I don't know when he'll take his hands off of his face. Personally, I wish he would cover more of the frontal region so I didn't have to see it. Although, to be fair, most of you probably think the same thing about me, and to what I say, me too. Me too. <laughs> hey, I know where I wait, where I rate in the world, and it ain't that great! So, alrighty then, well, as I said, we're back with more cast, more bros, more, more super? No, not, not more super, let's be honest. More mediocre. We're the mediocre cast bros. And we're not even... We're the mediocre cast people. That's the new... We're going to rebrand? Yeah, we are. We're the, we are the mediocre cast people. And that's our new life here in the world. Because we suck. Majorly. You know what else sucks majorly? The fact that we haven't gotten a second F-Zero character in Smash. What's that all about? What the hell? Now, granted, sure, 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 they're not fighters. They're not. You know, you're right. But neither was Zelda. Neither is Duck Hunt Dog. You know, not a fighter. Uh, the Wii Fit Trainer, not a fighter. Piranha Plant, not really a fighter either. We can have a second F-Zero character. I don't see the problem with this. Let's just yeah. fucking do it. But who? Um... How about uh, Rick Wheeler? He'd just be a Captain Falcon clone, wouldn't he? He becomes yeah, Captain Falcon in the anime. I don't feel like this is a great idea. Yeah, but with actual wings. Or, and hear me out here, or a character with a cape with a feathered friend. I do think that capes in particular help to fight crime quite a bit. In my experience, yes, they do. Excellent. Well, I guess that's a little bit of a spoiler on what we're here to talk about today. But hey, if you've been paying attention to the order the episodes come out in, yeah, no, it's a Smasher Dash. It's what we do every three episodes. Mm -hmm. Hey there. Mm -hmm. We take mm -hmm. two characters, we pit them against each other, we chat about the merits they have, if they have any... Sometimes they don't, and we're just like, okay, one's got to go and smash, who are going to be? So, and as you've probably mm -hmm. figured out by now, we're talking about F-Zero characters first, and the thing with F-Zero is, yeah, it's a game that's just about racing. That's it. Sure, there's an anime, and Captain Falcon is a mercenary, and there are some characters that actually play villainous roles, like Black Shadow and Deathborn and Samurai Goro, uh, but... None of them, unless you were looking at the anime, which to be fair, I have not watched outside of one outside of the one scene that everybody has seen of the F Zero anime, the Falcon Punch scene. You know, the you know the one. If, if you if you know mm -hmm. the anime, you know the scene. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, you know, there's nothing for these characters to go off of. We have little bits and details about who they are, but that doesn't tell us anything about what they would actually be able to do. Well, not really. So we're just like. Fuck it. Let's just pick two that we think look amusing and we'll talk about them. So that's what we're here to yeah. do. 
Uh, you yeah. might be wondering, it's like, well, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, guys. You said who's pick? Why don't you say Black Shadow? That's what the whole internet says, right? Or Sam Argero, you mentioned him. True. True. Those are options. Uh, but Black Shadow is already on the Smashtopia wiki, so we ain't talking about him. We could, but we ain't. Because, again, everybody agrees he's in the... It, pretty much everybody agrees that he's the most likely choice. So if he's, if everybody agrees on this, he's a terrible choice for a Smash Bash. If we did yeah. an Animal Crossing one, we're not going to talk about Tom Nook because everybody agrees it's Tom Nook. To be fair, we all thought that before Isabelle as well. And then what happened? True. But, again, you know, some characters just don't make good topics because of that. At least not when you're discussing just characters from this franchise. We could pit Tom Nook against somebody else. But we ain't pitting him against another Animal Crossing character last Tom week. Nook versus uh... Scrooge McDuck. Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah. Scrooge McDuck. If it wasn't for Scrooge being a Disney property, I would write that idea down and we'd be penciling it in somewhere. But unfortunately, yeah. 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 we've only done four, We've only done the fourth party shit once and it was kind of just like them against each other. So I don't think we really want to pit video game against fourth party because then it's just like, a well, we don't want that. So easy. Maybe bad. in year 20 or something. Yeah, maybe in year 21. Um, yeah, yeah, we got year yeah. twenty lined out with other shit. We do we don't want to do that in year twenty. Come on, that's true. That's true. Year, hey, year twenty is gonna be big, guys. Like, characters. oh my god, year twenty is gonna be nuts. You got no idea. Make sure you stick with us. We're gonna have a a, a velociraptor in headgear. Why not have Biorex versus Riptor? Yes, and the octopus one too. And Alex Jr. Wait, is it Alex Jr.? Or is it just Alex? I think it's just the Alex. The T-Rex thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, versus Spy Fox. But he's not a dinosaur. This is the dinosaur <laughs> theme we got going here. What you doing? You need a fourth dinosaur now. I kind of want to write this idea down for a later discussion. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. may be the next one we do. I mean, holy shit. Um, live workshopping here, folks. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless... Before we get into that, though, I think that we have some results to get to from the previous Master Dash. Do we? Did we have a previous Master Dash? I thought this was the first one. It is. Oh. And in it, Gino won and gets to move on to Smash proper. As Wait, a what? DLC character. Wait, what? Yep. Gino, what? Also, Gino's in. I'm confused. I'm very confused. What do you mean, Gino's in? About what? Also, we oh, already just Smash Black Smash Shadow was already in a Smash Jazz. I forgot about that. I was like, wait, didn't we talk about it before? Like, oh right, against Alf. Forgot <laughs> entirely. That's why we're not thinking about Black Shadow today. We have records. We remember things. That's why we have records. <laughs> that was a, that was a long, remember. long time ago. At this yeah, point. that was the uh, uh, fourth Smash Dash episode. Fifth. I'm sorry. Fifth. Nice. nice. And which one is this? The uh, the fifteenth. Uh, this one is, yeah, the 15th. So, Holy you know, maybe cow. every 10 we do S0. No, no. Don't, <laughs> don't commit um, to that. That's bad speaking of, commit to that. Speaking of, um, prof- uh, Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton. Had a, yes, had a we have real results for that. And charm. Yeah, we have real results Because we were tied, and, and they, we kind of uh, knew that was probably going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to happen for as long as it was. For for the majority of the uh, 
um, Smasher Dad, like between recording this one and the, and the previous one, we had gone to friends and fans alike <laughs> to uh, kind of ascertain their, their feelings on the Smasher Dash episode and where their allegiances lied. And for a while, we were just t- flat out tied, and and that was fairly impressive. I mean, isn't that that's isn't um, that a good thing though in a way? Yeah, yeah. It shows both characters have merit, and it shows that and it shows that we, we picked have... a good matchup. Exactly, exactly. But we do have a victor by one point. By one point, and the victor is Phoenix. <laughs> in a uh, five to four split. Okay, cool. Really well, gotta... that means we'll get to see Phoenix Wright appearing in the Tournament of Champions because that's coming back, which mm-hmm. will hopefully be slightly less of a mess than it was the first time around. Because, cool, <laughs> uh, good idea, but we uh, we learned the lesson yeah, you... from it. You like Yikes. gridlock boys? We did not like gridlock. So, uh, now we have that figured out. Congratulations, Phoenix. You have made your way to the next set of the Smash Dash finals? Uh, objection. Level? What? Wait, what? Don't you fucking do this to me. I just edited the so, show that needs um, to be in the next one. Don't, 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 don't do this to me. So, the results were five to four. But, um... Don't... Yeah, Phoenix won. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be real pissed off if you pulled up kind of stupid shit. Like, if you're going to do that, you need to be like, it's Phoenix. No, not, no, I'm kidding. It's like, aw. You don't wait, like, five minutes in between and be like, oh, but actually? <laughs> so, now that we have the asshole revealed to you, by the way. Let's actually get into who our F-Zero matchup is going to be. Because we came to specifically just like, let's just pick two characters that have uh, good good designs. And just kind of talk about them and pick one. Because F-Zero don't got much of their characters. Yeah, so first of all, Foist of all, that's our versus sign. We've got to have that if we're having a Smash or Dash. So the first one that we've got here that we're going to be talking about is... Super Arrow. So Super Arrow, as you can probably figure out from his name, is a superhero, you know? Why else would he call himself Super Arrow? It's kind of a shitty name, even as a hero. Because, hey, what do you want to yell in the middle of combat to get somebody's attention? Super Arrow? No, that's way better. Fucking long. Just call him Arrow. Oh, wait, that might be taken. Nah, he's dead. It's okay. Oh, well. Well, in one Earth, he's dead. So, True. Superhero, uh, as mentioned, he is a superhero, and his wife is Mrs. Arrow. Yep, that's her name. <laughs> that is her name. She's just Mrs. Arrow. It's like, okay. And we were well, wondering why F-Zero became defunct. So, uh, Superhero, despite the fact that he's a superhero, we don't really know strictly what he can do. Uh, there is evidence that he might have the capability of flight, but it's also because this is part of like, he did a concert and apparently in one cutscene for some reason, and you see him flying, but it might just be you know special effects. We don't actually know if he can fly. Uh, he's got the King Meteor as his F Zero machine. Uh, he only entered the races in order to chase his old enemy Zoda, and apparently Earth oh, yeah. can into F Zero because he's the protector of Earth. Nice. Yeah. 
Uh, it says he actually uses his superpowers while he's racing, so I don't know, maybe he just has, like, incredible reflexes or some shit. Uh, he, Zoda Probably. is pretty much, like, his personal villain. Um, he, he just, unfortunately, you just don't know much about what he can actually do, which is kind of like what we're here for. Uh, in his armor for F-Zero-X, he has a little owl that he has with him, mm -hmm. so, you know, maybe he has an owl part of his movesets. And then the only other thing I have of particular note for superhero, or super arrow... <laughs> is that uh, in the F-Zero anime, uh, he's really just a comic relief character. He's portrayed as being clumsy, and he's only having, he, only, he really only has a major role in one episode where uh, his wife goes missing and Rick Wheeler has to help him find her. So I kind of think, looking at that, you know, okay, you can kind of have a whole bumbling Captain Falcon slash Superman type of thing where it's like, okay, you're trying to be serious about this, but you're a bit of a goofball. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a booster gold type like, scenario, if you will. Like inserting me into Smash. I'd rather have superhero. Wow, yeah. that means a lot to me. He's a it he's a superhero. Should not. Yeah, yeah. Zoda. He also a wears a cape, and as you can tell too. from the picture, he's got this really odd mask. Kind of just like flares out from his face. It's like I don't know what the hell you who. What stylist told you it was a good idea, but uh, get it trimmed because shit, man. Somebody could just grab onto that and just rip your whole face off. Yep, yep. The probably the same stylist who told him a cape was a good idea. Did they not watch The Incredibles? No, they didn't. But to be fair, this game came out before <laughs> The Incredibles. Shit. He's from F Zero X, released in '98, dude. Why? <laughs> um. Because that's when the game was ready. Where we are, we are the old folks now. We already were. Yeah. Sometimes it settles in a little more. Maybe we're gonna get a new F Zero though. Oh, apparently. Ooh, I'm noticing this. Apparently, um, it has also been noted that he has super strength. So you know, the basic superhero. I'm strong and can fly and probably fast because my name is Super Arrow. And I have an out, and I'm dumb. Yes. Well, goofball, I wouldn't call him dumb. I just call him a joke. But like me, see? Super Arrow has an opponent, and it's not Samurai Goro or Muddy Gazelle or even Pico or Octoman. Mr. EAD. It's the Skull. Oh. We have a guy that's a superhero and a guy that looks like a villain, but he's actually not. Believe it or not, the Skull is a protagonist. You wouldn't nice. believe it from the fact that he looks like a fucking skeleton in a villainous outfit, but yes, he is a good guy? Question okay. mark? Apparently that's the Skull... Yeah. Apparently the Skull uh, originates 200 years in the past from the F-Zero games, when he actually wrote... Or he was actually participating... To Wow, words. He participated in the F-Max races. And then he died. Nice. He was considered the greatest racer. Uh, and never suffered a single injury until, you know, the one time that he just flat out died. <laughs> that happened. Uh, but he was able to become... I don't know if he strictly resurrected himself, if he had help, some, something. I don't know how exactly he got back. All it like it was a combination of science and black magic brought him back and gave him immortality. I don't... Yeah. And he yeah. came back as a skeleton. Yeah. 
I guess Excellent. he was burned alive, and that's just where his the rest of his skin went. It just melted off of his form. Sure. But he's apparently good, and he can use his black magic to do okay. things. Because uh, I, I noticed, that, I mentioned that he was a protagonist. However, in the FCR anime, he is treated as a minor antagonist uh, who works under Zoda, who, again, mm-hmm. is super, super Arrow's arch nemesis. Why did we not discuss Zoda? Because I thought the skull was funnier looking. Zoda just kind of looks dumb. I'm sorry. Kind of looks dumb. Like, I don't hate him, but kind of Yeah, it's quite dumb. a hit on him. He's a little weird. A little weird. Mm-hmm. So, those are our opponents here today. We've got the Skull. we got Super Arrow. We're going to discuss things off. Jono, what do you think about our two opponents here today? I am wondering what kind of black magic the skull could possibly employ. I mean, the first uh, person that comes to mind is just standard dark magic spells, almost similar to, say, Sorcerer Ganondorf or something along those lines. Uh, since black magic brought him back to life, uh, will he have a ability in the game that can that can mirror that, perhaps? Like, uh, if he's knocked out, you'd never lose a stock? Well, I think that's a little nonsense <laughs> i mean he could have a Get uh it. like a, maybe his down special is some kind of defensive <clears throat> technique where um he can block an attack or something i'm not really sure what the form of it would come but i do think you could display his black magic as uh kind of taking some cues from morgan from dark stalkers uh he mm-hmm. can like fire out skulls surrounded by like dark fire or some shit yeah like, that, that'd be a cool thing to do like he's called the skull let's use that skull motif i agree like, I, agree, I think, I think pretty, that's a pretty easy standard special for him. His up, I could see it being a teleport. Like, I, I know I said before, I hate teleports. I hate teleports. They're used too often. But at a certain point, when you get, like, 100 characters, eh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I feel like it would kind of work for him. It's like, he, hey, yeah, he, he uses magic. Makes changes sense. Changes a little. Yeah. Change it up a little. Maybe have like a dark, a burst of dark magic that can uh, affect opponents on the. Well, way yeah, out. yeah, they're definitely like a, yeah. a bare minimum aesthetic of like a dark flame that bursts out when he uh, disappears and then reappears. Yeah, damaging. Yeah, I'm down for that because even she can damage with her teleport. I don't think Zelda mm-hmm. can. I'm not remember for sure. She can, and at I don't the, think Pelotina does, if I'm remembering right. But I think it makes sense for yeah, him to be able yeah. to do so. Mm-hmm. And then down mm-hmm. social being some kind of defensive thing. Ah, yeah. What it would be, I don't know. Yeah. There's a teleport and a counter. Two of the most offensive moves in Smash Brothers right now. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be a counter. It can be some something else. Or at least not like a standard yeah. counter. It could be more of a projectile one. Yeah, projectile or maybe something that uh, just restores itself or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Actually, I like yeah. that. So what the counter doesn't damage. It'll just be like, okay, you hit me for this. I recover this amount. I think mm-hmm. that works. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how it would look or how he's doing this. But I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, he pulls some kind of Doctor Strange <clears throat> pose or something. Has like a magic circle yeah. up here in front yeah. of him. Yeah. I kind of like that. You know, it's a, it's just a flip of the wrist. Um, as far... <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely. 
I could I could see the skull being someone who flips other people off. Probably not in Smash though. That would be a taunt. He just he just flips there them you off. Go. <laughs> well, I guess we're choosing the skull for Smash then. <laughs> well, we're well, um, well, let's, let's keep going here because we might not. Yep, oh, hang yep, on yep, a little. Yep. We're talking uh, about arrow. it. Super arrow. mean anything. Super yet. arrow. Then. Super arrow. Um, yeah, yeah. For me, um, immediately the more interesting choice. Okay. And there's one word to describe why that is. Owl. Owl. Yeah. Yeah. How, what, how's you, he uh, using the owl? Um, I can think of it kind of similarly to uh, how familiars are treated, are treated in Castlevania, perchance, mm -hmm. or uh, or or um, even something more, which is like say in uh, Aria of Sorrow, you can, or or Symphony of the Night, you can summon a. Uh, familiar, which is usually just like an enemy that's uh, that's been you've collected their spirit, um, and they follow you around and perform their basic attack to to help defend you, basically, um, towards other enemies. Uh, that's that's one way it could be. It could be maybe pseudo automatic in that sense, where where the owl's fending off occasional attacks, uh, or uh, probably better for Smash um, on the overall, so that you're not altering the play environment all that much um because i feel like maybe the owl would be kind of intrusive in that sense mm -hmm. uh you can just involve it like nakaruru does and and um samurai showdown yep and fatal fury and king of fighters and the like um where it's more, a more of an involved part of his moveset because otherwise he has super speed super strength all of that can be communicated into smash but it's pretty pedestrian pretty Fair. boring baseline stuff so how do you make them interesting? It's you involve the owl, huh. and and because F Zero is such, such such loose canon lore, and there's not a whole lot to go off of. It's true. That's a good opportunity. It's like how Sakurai made the moveset for Captain Falcon, which has become uh, well. I mean, they they had after that from Dragon the King and whatever, but it's synonymous with the character. I mean, Captain Falcon is ubiquitous for his moveset in Smash before he has as the main face of F Zero at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, just do the same, like uh, bring that same ingenuity. Say, uh, you know, Fox fighting outside of the Yarwing for the first time, Captain Falcon fighting outside of the uh, Blue Falcon for the first time. Uh, Ness learned all of his moves from his friend Paula. Bring that sort of bizarre and sometimes offshot <laughs> ingenuity into Smash. And uh, you can do the same with Super Arrow by. Uh, Mixing up some brawling type moves with uh, with the owl, intermixing for for kind of a combo heavy, hard hitting character. Okay, interesting. Um, I've also got some ideas for Superhero and how it could you know possibly work out. Uh, the owl thing, mm -hmm. I can, the only thing I really had in mind for that was like maybe either like a standard or a side. He just kind of like points at his finger, says "fly," and it just like flies on down as as a projectile and just hits anybody that it runs into. Uh, and if yeah. it runs to an item, maybe you can pick it up? I don't know. I don't know what that would do functionality-wise. Who knows? You know, there's there's some workshopping that can be done there. Or maybe that's yeah. two different moves. Who the hell knows? Uh, I have mm -hmm. a fun idea for his up special, though. So, nice. he's called Super Arrow. He, he can fly. And I think it's safe to say that he's probably fast. Even if it's not super speed... With a name like that, and with his yeah. with his mask the way it is, it really implies that he's somebody that is going to be able to go fast. So, let's get 
a, uh, a, a oh, I can't remember what the move is called for Pikachu, but let, let's do something kind of like what Pikachu is up special is. He can omnidirectionally quickly fly in one direction, and then you can flip the control stick and he'll go in another direction uh, for a second time. He's just flying straight like an arrow. And it goes fast. And I also on it like um, in terms of like how he acts, how he portrays himself. I think borrow a little bit from the anime. Make him a big old goofball. Make him like a, yeah. a cheesy superhero that a kid would watch on a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like he, like this is exactly what he was. He, he's yesterday. not a Batman. He's just a big old cheese ball. I think that'd be really fun mm-hmm. to have him act like a mm-hmm. like, like that for his taunts and his victory poses and whatnot. Uh, standard special, oh no, standard size, kind of like maybe the alchemy in there. I kind of think it would be kind of interesting, just based on the name. What if he could materialize arrows? And yeah. I don't mean bow and arrow. I mean like giant arrows that just like pointer arrows on your like you have on your keyboard, like giant arrows. He can just send them flying. No, <laughs> it's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid, but it's also kind of funny. In character, as yeah. it were. I, I don't know strictly what he would do with it. Maybe maybe he can block with one, I guess. That, that's kind of boring. But um, maybe, maybe he can ride one like he's surfing for his side special and the standard is sending out the owl flying. And maybe while you're uh, going yeah. through, you can press the standard special again and he'll kind of like spin around on it. To damage mm-hmm. somebody, um, I, I think somebody there's some, something has a move similar to that. Oh, I'm thinking of Bowser Junior. It's kind of similar to Bowser Junior's side special, but he's off the ground right. with it. He's not like on the ground; like he's he's floating a little bit above on his arrow. So, so as he's surfing through the air, I think that's a pretty fun idea. Yeah, and well, when you have a character who's yeah, with with a goofy disposition like that, you you're able to take liberties like that without it seem, seeming out of character. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean, it's not like Falcon Punch was anything canonical. Until, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, until Smash. And so like, hey, let's put this as the penultimate scene in our TV show. <laughs> sure. So, and, yeah. and I'm pretty sure yeah. that Smash yeah. and Captain Falcon and Vulcan in it predates the F-Zero anime. Pretty sure, because mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. I don't. It does. Yeah, because the because the whole Falcon Punch thing. Also, for mm-hmm. a uh, mm-hmm. back to the skull for a tiny bit, he needs to have either a taunt or a victory pose where he removes his skull from his head, and then he just laughs. He holds his skull in his head and it, or in his <laughs> hand and it laughs. Come on, that's a required necessity. Yep. I don't give a fuck. Uh, that's that's black magic alchemy for you. Yes. Yeah, and I mean not to undervalue the skull either because uh, we we spent some good time talking on superhero, but uh, there's there's a lot that you can do with uh with the potential uh, kind of creep factor in, in the skulls moveset as well. Oh yeah. And uh, and I and I like what you said about skull motifs and whatever, just involving that aesthetic somehow would automatically make it a more. Uh, scintillating affair oh yeah as it... I, I don't really yeah. know what they could do with like final smashes for either of them something that's not the same as captain falcons like i think i think captain falcon's blue falcon is fine 
but we don't need to copy that for other F-Zero characters. They can come up with something different. Maybe the Skulls is, um, like, he creates a bunch of flaming souls to, like, fly up through the air, and they just, like, go, like, a, a giant laser attack, but it's shooting upwards. That's something you could pr mm -hmm. do pretty easily. Uh, for Super yeah. Arrow, yeah. um... Ooh, I don't know. Maybe okay. I kind of like this. I kind of like this. I have an idea for superhero. So this one's gonna. This is a cinematic. First of all, he's like shoots one of his arrows forward, and it's gonna, it's gonna hit somebody, and knocks them into the cinematic. Uh, and it shows, um, you know, them rising up to feet, trying to get up from the ground to fight back, and he's walking towards them ready to attack them, but he slips and falls. And then you pan over to his wife, Mrs. Eric, who's just kind of looking at him embarrassed. He's like, it's okay, I got this. And then she goes and punches the crap out of the person with a combo of attacks instead of uh, Super Eric. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Our big old cheese ball tried to have this big moment so he could impress his wife, and then she had to pick up his slack. Yep, yep. I like this, I like this a lot. Good old Mrs. Arrow. Yes. Terrible Her. name, but great execution. Well, you want to know what the Skull's real name is? Arvin is it, uh, Gordon. What? <laughs> Arvin Gordon. But he's also been called Sterling Levon. I'm not sure which one is like his real name. Maybe one was like his old name before he died, then he got a new name. That's the skull. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there. But, yeah. Well, I mean, Ar Arbin Gordon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, if I died and came back to life with that name, I'd kill myself again. Wow. That's, uh... Wow. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, shit. In the anime, the owl is a robot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? I remember this happening. And apparently they also, apparently she is also pretty help, uh, helpless in the anime, and the owl calls her a horrible wife. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. Again, this is more about the games than the anime, but uh, the hell. I don't, I don't think, I, I like the idea more of her being like the, the serious to his goofball. I think that's more mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and because you're only being inspired by the anime as opposed to from just straight pulling from it, you yeah. can do it. You can do whatever it's you want. It's an open template. You can, yeah, exactly do whatever the hell you want. There's, there's no one stopping you. I think Within so. reason. <laughs> well, sure. He's not going to be punting Pikachu as an attack. No, no. Well, it's just going to kind of be doing that in general. But maybe. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe he can punt the owl who apparently is named Zooks. Just like kicks the owl. That's his hand especially. <laughs> he punts the owl into space. I don't hate it. It's not what we're doing. But I don't hate Well, actually, I don't have to say it's not what we're doing. This is a Smash or It's not a Smash Topia. Who gives a fuck? I can say whatever <laughs> outlandish thing I want. And it don't matter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What if the skull summoned Skeletor to the stage? I mean, I 
just said you can say whatever outlandish thing you want, but I'm starting to regret that now. What if is, is the skull's body like intact, or is it like all a skeleton? Uh, it's not intact. It looks like he has oh, like nice. um, possibly some cybernetic reinforcement. I'm not entirely sure, just based off of the pictures of him, or if maybe he's like wearing metal on him. I'm not strictly sure, but at the very least, his head is a skull. Nice. With all that technology, they could have just have managed to make him a replacement face. I mean, but maybe he wanted it. Maybe so, to own the tragedy or something. Oh, hang on. I figured out the thing with the names. Uh, apparently, he's called Arvin. Like, Arvin <clears throat> Gordon is listed as his name in the Japanese version of F0X. But uh, apparently, I'm trying to figure this out. Apparently, the F0X website might be what called him Sterling Levon. But the website is also known to. Uh, uh, contradict canon a lot so it's not something mm -hmm. to really go off of and Got apparently it. his Got internal it. data name in f0gx uh calls him gordon why yeah. i don't know yeah. maybe don't he's, know maybe he's know supposed to be flash gordon <laughs> maybe so i believe it maybe so yep yeah arvin gordon is one thing it's offbeat and then sterling levon it's a better name, but it also sounds way more. Sterling typical. is a much better name. Like Sterling yeah. Levon is like okay, you I, you probably are a little high up on yourself. That's a much stronger name than Arben Gordon. That sounds yeah, like the, that sounds Arvin. like the name of the guy who, like no, that sounds like the name of a person who is a little too obsessed with Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has the meats, huh? But he doesn't because he's the skull. And he has no body meat. Yeah. This is yeah. true facts. I don't like mm -hmm. that it's true facts. But this is true facts. So they should hire him as a spokesperson because it's ironic. No. Like the time that Arby's made a, made a, made a carrot out of roast beef. Or the time that the Noid came back. Also true, yes. Because he's now in the Crash Bandicoot mobile game. They brought back the <laughs> I'm not kidding. He has returned from hell. Why? I don't know. But they did it. Well, you know, the Skull's motif being what it is, maybe he can bring the Noid into Smash through the, the portals of hell. Maybe if we get Crash Bandicoot as a DLC character, we can have the Noid as a spirit battle. <laughs> why not? Because there's why better not? choices, that's why. If we get the Noid well, instead of something like Tiny Tiger, I'd be pissed. <laughs> Tiny's my boy. I like Tiny mm -hmm. Tiger. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, between yeah. these characters, we don't really have a side special idea for the skull. I really don't got anything for him there. I kind of, kind of feel like his his F Zero's machine is called the Sonic Phantom, 
and he's also uses science opposed to just black matter. So what if he has some like sonic gun? Yeah, I I don't know. Like it shoots out like a pulsating sonic ray. Where it's like it's not really treated as like sound because Smash doesn't have anything that's. There's, I don't think there's any like right. any, it's not, like stickers from <clears throat> Brawl or if there's or anything like the spirits shit. I don't think anything mentioned Sonic or sound based moves, but it, you know you could still call that. You just say that's what it is, but it's really most more like a uh, laser laser ish projectile. It'll probably be slow. You know, it gets larger as it shoots out, as that kind of thing does. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. that's that's an idea. That could work. That could sure. Work. Or um, why not? You know, kind of thinking back to Morrigan too with her uh, with her move there where she mm-hmm. summons a. Uh, orb of black magic that kind of slowly moves forward. You could do something similar with a skull-shaped True. orb. Yeah. Well, wait, are you talking about Morgan's skull move, or is this a different move? Because her soul yeah, fist move been... fires out a giant skull. It's like yeah, it her... Must be that. It, it, it's her uh, Hadouken is skull fist. Or not skull fist, um, soul fist. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. That's what yeah, she yeah, says yeah, yeah, yeah. in the, in the yeah, yeah. versus games. But yeah, she fires mm-hmm. out a giant skull. I figured he would probably have something like that. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's constantly looks like it's biting as it goes flying forwards. Right. Like, kind of uh, gotta have that. Like the fight scene between um, Quill and Ego, and where Quill became Pac Man. Oh! Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. I was like, who the fuck is time. Quill? <laughs> Nobody calls him Quill. They do when they're half awake. No, oh, they call boy. him dumb fuck. Oh, that's also true. We're talking about me? Yes. Again? Yes. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. Um, I don't know. I, I think I have sufficient information enough in my mind to make a decision. I think I do, too. I mean, it, it's it gets kind of interesting with these characters. Like, there's literally nothing to truly yeah. pull from from them. But that's what makes it fun sometimes. Like, get the chance to just completely go all out and do whatever the hell you want. Absolutely, absolutely, I do concur. That's why I'm rubbing my cheek while patting my head. Okay, well, why don't you do that? Why don't you tell the viewers? Who your vote is and why. Do I have to do this while I do it? I'm going to say so, yes. Okay, then I choose, um, based on the juxtaposition with the, of their character versus Captain Falcon, who's already present in the game. And the, Because Captain Falcon's a very over-the-top character, but they treat him with a dignity. He's a, he is a notable hero. No one can really dispute his status as a as a as a custom as an accustomed fighter. Um, so that's why I am choosing Super Arrow because what sets him over the edge for me is the character uh, invoking some of that anime touch of him being clutch, and okay. that is funny to me. Um, just and just with the arrow based powers and and the owl and all this other stuff to pull in from, I I think that between that and the character itself, it's just a little more unique to pull from than the skull. All right. We were deriving from like, hey, yeah, he can derive this from Morrigan or whatever. It's like, okay. 
All right. Well, for me, uh, I started out leaning one way, and then we actually started going to talk, and I was like, you know, hmm, I'm kind of liking this other idea now that I think about it, which I was not expecting. I thought it'd be a slam dunk the other way. Uh, but we, we've kind of talked before with some of the characters that sometimes taking a pre-existing idea and parodying it is a real fun idea. Like, yes, you want to see characters represented in a way that, um, that accurately represents them. Pichu being able to hurt himself doesn't really accurately show Pichu. Because he doesn't do that in Pokemon. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, things are just fun. Dan Hibiki is a parody of uh, Ryu Hi- I almost said Hayabusa because he doesn't have a last name and it threw me off from Street Fighter's Ryu. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. great. He's he's a funny character. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit different because we're taking a character that already exists on like Dan. We're saying, what if, what if they were this but not? And we talked about that before with Slippy Toad. But I really like the idea of kind of like superhero, you know, he, he, he thinks he's this serious superhero and it turns out he gets very little respect and there's a good reason for it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. And if that was just it, if that was just like, that was the pitch, I'd be like, that doesn't sound, I mean, it's like, okay, but the skull sounds more interesting than that. But when you add in, you know, maybe that whole arrow, a special thing or being the Create arrows and manifest them. Uh, the final smash where his wife has to finish the job for him. I think that all brings the idea over the edge for me. Like that makes him mm-hmm, a much mm-hmm. more interesting character than what it could have been. It's just like, oh yeah, he's just Captain Falcon, but a goofball, which is fine on a base level. But that idea isn't better than the skull. Add in the other things, then I think you have a, a more amusing character choice and something that I think I'd rather see. Not that I wouldn't rather see Skull. Nice. Or, well, I guess I would. No, I don't know what I mean. Not that I wouldn't want to see Skull, because I think both these characters, as we've discussed them, have merit. They're Agreed. also just never going to happen, because Sakurai is never going to give us a second of zero character. Unless it's uh-huh. a Black Shadow Echo. That's the best we're ever going to get. Kind of Imagine getting a Black Shadow Echo, and then also not having Ganondorf decloned. Just having the Black Shadow Echo. You shut your whore mouth. Here's you can a worse, feel it as a here's real a possibility. Here's a worse one for you. He's something that's even worse. Black Shadow as an echo of Ganondorf. <laughs> eh? Where's Black Shadow's sword? It's Doria. made of pure darkness. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. There it is. There, yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's a little bit surprising that we didn't get Black Shadows and Echo. But to be fair, of the Echoes we did get, the only one that I would like straight up remove... Actually, I forgot about it. About five of them. I'll remove Chrome for Black Shadow. Done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we don't need four Mars. I'm not knocking Chrome as a character, but god fucking damn. Jesus. The only reason I'm knocking him is because it's so obvious that he was a last-minute choice that he is still in Robin's moveset. Yeah. And that annoys me to no end to this yeah. very day. It's true. It's true. But yeah. uh, we got that settled now. The Super Arrow is moving on. We'll see him again in the Tournament of Champions. But for now, 
I'm gonna say goodbye to the two of them because we got another matchup to discuss. And Jono, I do believe you were the expert on these two individuals, so why don't you take it away? Oh ho 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 ho! For I have been awaiting this moment for a very long time. Been over two thousand years. Or whatever the year is on that night. I don't remember. I never remember. 84. <laughs> what? It's 84 years. <laughs> it's, it's 84. It's been 84 years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's been longer than 84 years. I'm pretty okay. sure it was some variant okay. of a thousand. Because I'm talking about Power Rangers, bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh, you are being alpha. Okay. No. Oh. Fucking Rita. The time. Oh. When she escapes, it's like it's been 10,000 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. years or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It has been 10,000 years. It's actually only been eight years since the last story came out and seven since Pandora's Tower did in the West, believe it or not. It Wait. feels like it's been so much longer than that. The last story? Pandora? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so we're uh, we're talking about the last Yoshi story to have come out, which is Yoshi's Topsy Turvy on the Game Boy Advance in two. Oh, what a great game that was that nobody played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite part was Hongo the Book Spirit. Isn't that everybody's favorite part? Lord of the Books. Yeah. Yeah. He he did, he's like this. You know that used to be my position until Hongo took it away from me. Lord of the Books. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To be fair, times. he gave me good money for it, so I was like, okay. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's he's like purple and floats. He's like a big mustache. Maybe in a few years he'll be Hongo again. Um, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a good time. But no, we're we're talking about prod. Take us back to a time when uh, Nintendo miraculously listened to fan demand for three very niche what? RPG titles on the Wii. They would never. Yeah, back in an era. Yeah, they they did during the Wii era at the very least somehow. Um, at cap capping off the Wii's legacy, I mean you had Skyward Sword, but then thank God there were three other titles after that. So uh, <clears throat> releasing between 2011 and 2012 were Xenoblade Chronicles, which has since become fairly large and and looming in RPG dumb today, and oh yeah, is, uh, very well respected. Spawn um, two sequels, what? pseudo yeah. sequels. I don't know what the correct terminology is there, and a yeah, yeah, remake yeah. of the original game. Two actually, two two remakes. Yeah. So we're uh, and now we're just making the Chronicles Zeno Blade two Cross. remake. What the hell, man? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's only been <laughs> it's what three on years the, on the on the Game and Watch. Yeah, it's so weird that it's in three years. Yeah. Um, holy shit! It's hard to think that we've been around. <laughs> the Switch has been around for that long. It is. Um, yeah. But um, the Wii, yeah. So the Wii, the Wii capped off with three RPGs, uh, due to intense fan demand. They they organized, they caucus for it as Project Rainfall, and I don't really remember where that term came from, but it sounds cool. Yep. Or was it Operation Rainfall? Someone called it Project Mysterio. I don't know. When I was looking it up earlier, they said Operation Rainfall. It's like, okay, I thought it was Project Rainfall, but I guess not. Maybe it was both. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 
Yep. But they, but but they made it rain all right, and, and we got these three RPGs, yeah. Nintendo published Xenoblade Chronicles in-house, and they were correct in assuming it would be the most popular title. Um, and then uh, Xseed Games, who were promoting a lot of kind of niche titles back in the day on the Wii, like this one, uh, Little King Story, um, titles along those lines. Um, they published The Last Story, and I think they published Pandora's Tower as well. So, good old times. The Last Story, um, so so what we're getting at here is that from these two uh, lesser titles, uh, and I only mean that in terms of popularity, The Last Story and Pandora's Tower versus Xenoblade, of course, um, we're taking the main protagonist from each title and talking about them here. Two, two games that I pref- loved quite a bit, um, and I love Xenoblade 2. Uh, it was a good time because the Wii didn't really have a whole lot of RPGs. And uh, to cap it off with three really solid ones was a treat. So, um, for starters, we have Zael. Z-A-E-L. A member of a man named Dagrin's mercenary squad who lives on Lazulus Island. Towards the beginning of the last story, Dagrin's mercenaries are attacked by an, a, a, a shining blue spirit tiger. Okay. And this imparts or, or awakens um, something in Zale called the Outsider's Power. The Outsider being a large meteorite that once hit Lazulus Island uh-huh. and imparted psychic energy into some of its inhabitants. So Zale is a psychic who, uh, unlike most psychics who can see into the future, like Shulk, for instance, with the Minato's assistance, of course, um, Zale uses his psychic energy to incorporate a technique known as gathering. Gathering being something uh, which hones in on all opponents. He glows blue and has all opponents in a, in a certain field of radius uh, focus on attacking him. Okay, so it's a taunt. In a, in a sense, the taunt also slows them down, debuffs them somewhat. Shit. And it allows, yeah. And when uh, he's built up enough momentum, he goes Black Panther on their asses and is able to release the Gathering Burst, which blows them all away in a burst of light. Okay. So that's kind of his uh, unique little little gimmick there um, as far as that goes. He also, uh, well, anyway, he's he, besides, besides that point, though, he's, he's like a forthright, uh, chivalrous young guy in over his head who wants to become a knight and, and serve the Lady Callista, who works for the uh, Lazulus Island Kingdom thing, basically. Um, so throughout, the, he's always wanted to be a knight. He's an orphan. It's it's kind of the it's kind of a standard JRPG setup for something that becomes very, um, without spoiling, not quite typical mm. <laughs> JRPG. Ultimately, um, so yeah, he he so he has this light magic psychic energy power, as well as the ability to use swords and lances and a crossbow. Uh, okay. And the crossbow has various bolts. Um, most prominently being the burst bolts that um, they're explosive arrows, basically. Um, 
or explosive bolts rather, since it's a crossbow. And then there's uh, but he's up against. Hold on, Aaron. Before, before you get to who he's up against. Yeah. Uh, of, of the weapons you listed, is there one that's like his uh, quote unquote main weapon? Like, is there one that's kind of like his his Buster Sword, his Master Sword? Is Arya uh, Bar? I would say so. I just forgot. Yeah, I would say so. Let me look up the name really quick because I forgot it. It is. I would say, and it's not not really his go-to weapon specifically, but it's probably the most notable weapon in the game mm -hmm. because he doesn't have an iconic weapon of his own. In the art, he's kind of just carrying a standard sword. Gotcha. But um, in this case, he can carry the the trade, which is a very um, considerably large sword, not comically so, like a Buster sword, um, which um, towards end game he gets it from one of the major antagonists after defeating them, and the Trave has a special ability um, linked between him and Callista, which allows him to uh, occasionally heal heal himself through through major hits. Like if he KOs somebody or lands a critical, he can get a considerable amount of HP back. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Then he has the uh, the Zan Lance as well, so if we're going for a weapon swap mechanic, it would probably be that for a Lance. Because, again, he harvests that from a major major antagonist being um, Zangarok, one of the uh, major enemies and looming bosses in the game. Kind of a Ganondorf knockoff-looking guy. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's almost Ganondorf. like a Ganondorf. Yeah, and I'll, I'll uh, PM you a image, I guess. Twilight Princess Ganondorf or Wind Waker Ganondorf? <laughs> kind of both, but more so Twilight Princess. Okay. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Ganondorf. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, now. so he has this massive, massive, yeah, yeah. So that lance and that image that I sent you, that black looming thing is a lance. Okay. And uh yeah. And that doesn't and that in uh as far as Zale's techniques with it goes, um it allows him to use Quake, which uh like in most JRPGs it stuns opponents and, and makes them easier to to hit. Um otherwise it just gives him more piercing damage. He can throw it like a javelin. Uh Bada bing, bada boom. I think that's what also unlocks burst bolts in the in the game. But either which way, I, I kind of figure the burst bolts would probably be like a standard. So um, that's kind of the baseline on that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> now moving on to his his opponent is Aaron from uh, Pandora's Tower. Pandora's Tower. I said RPG earlier. I mean that loosely. You have RPG elements. You have a strong storytelling element. Uh, three central characters that the story looms around. Narratively speaking, it's very, very RPG. Um, and then you, but then otherwise, I mean, it's very similar to the first three God of War titles in terms of gameplay. So it's an action RPG. Um, and he and Aaron wields the Oraclos chain, which uh, is his primary weapon uh, by a long side. He He has other weapons as well he, he he can wield scythes which is kind of badass yeah 
he has a great sword similar to the Buster Sword, which is also badass but more typical, and twin blades and whatever. So he can. It's like swapping between like rogue and warrior and and just Kratos okay. <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, if I were to say two weapons, I would probably say the military scythe and the Arachnus chain because having a scythe is badass. I mean, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so his uh, his his thing combatively is um, primarily the scythe works as as you think it would. Um, the Arachnus chain has some special magic properties. So you're not just whipping it around like the Belmonts, or uh, or more brutally like Kratos. You're you're using it in a in a sense as well that allows you to uh, grip opponents. Like he can actually um, defragment parts of the chain through like magical connections and use those to uh, chain off enemies and then mm -hmm. attack other enemies with the rest of the whip. So there is um, that. That is kind of unique. He can also, uh, if I'm recalling here, he can uh, use the whip um, to to strangle his opponents, and and in doing well, so, there's can a somehow take the life force. Yeah, yeah. Just wrap so the chain around himself. their neck and pull. Okay. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's like um, um, when when you don't do the throw, you just repeatedly hit the grab button. He just like pulls. Oh yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Yikes! There you go, there you Jesus. go. And and it's very visceral. He can he can he slams enemies into one another. He can grab them and slam their heads straight into the grounds. Um, he when he strangles them, he can take some of their energy away and heal himself with with that. Mm -hmm. um, and and he uses it to pull in like heavy objects as well. So it's a, a big, strong, strong weapon. Okay. Uh, like like the like Vampire Killer, it's it's spiked as well. So, kind of bada bing, bada boom there. Uh, besides that, um, and when he's using the chain, kind of like at worst segments of them come off to chain opponents and keep them trapped. There is a meter involved in that, so it's not like they're staying forever or whatever. But in Smash, that's pretty obvious. Right. Um, right, right. Um, beyond, you can make him a weapons master kind of and, and include stuff like his great sword and his scythe just in the in standards or whatever or use the scythe in a, a special so there's there's some cool stuff there um what's unique what's the most unique about him comes in the background of the game period which is uh aaron uh like zale is kind of orphaned early on he uh dreams of joining a, a knight's academy he actually becomes a soldier who serves the kingdom of athos okay no relation to fire emblems athos unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> otherwise nurgle would be there that'd be great who uh and then he met his beloved elena who is the princess of a warring kingdom and it's like these two characters can unite through their love to, to make up the differences of civil war whatever Maybe. but that's not the kind of that yeah that's not the kind of small stuff we get into here what he's more concerned about is that the war between those two kingdoms has resulted in elena being cursed mm. and she is cursed i'm a horrible monster and the only way that this can stop and and this random little shrewd uh creature named mabda appears and, and helps them out with this. she says the only way that you can save elena is by taking the Arachnus chain, going into Pandora's Tower, which is actually a series of 13 towers, finding the 13 masters of the towers. Yeah. 
killing each master of the tower, harvesting their... And they're like these very large guardian creatures. They're semi-gods. Right. And uh, harvesting their hearts and feeding them to Elena. It's starting to sound a little bit like the protagonist is doing the villain's job for them. It's like, hey, I very need nearly. It's like, hey, you want to save your friend? Uh, just go to all these towers and defeat the thing that's protecting them. No reason. No, it's it's fine. Also, steal their heart. It, it, it'll be okay. Sure, sure, sure. I don't mm -hmm. trust this guy already. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah. -uh. Mm -hmm. You also, you already yep. lied to me saying, oh yeah, you just got to go to Prandor's tower. It's like, oh, just one tower. Well, it's thirteen towers. Just well, why do you say <laughs> one tower? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're all peaceful too. I mean, it's, it's similar to Shadow of Colossus in that sense, where you know that you are killing these uh, guardians, glorious, yeah, like these these godlike creatures that have existed for eons and eons and eons, untouched for this kind of nefarious goal, uh, just to save who who you love. And I mean, spoilers, it, it works. Other shit happens though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're actually I feeding bet. her raw monster hearts the entire time, so there's also that. I mean, it's kind of gross. <laughs> um, yeah. If so this we ever are... happens to me, just let me die. You... Just let me die. <laughs> yeah, but then you become a giant monster, monster and destroy the earth, and then kill me. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuck. Before it. or after you do the the story part? Well, after I destroy the earth, you know, let me have some fun. Okay. Let, let okay. me let me Godzilla for a little bit. Yeah, what if Super Arrow comes and tries to defeat you because he defends the Earth? <laughs> that big <thing> call, <laughs> please. Like I have a chance. Maybe Mrs. Arrow will. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no, no. The robot owl? No, definitely not the robot owl. Because <laughs> just call someone a bad wife and leave. Yes. They'll call Elena a bad wife I'm for being cursed. Wife. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So uh, here we are. So those are the two characters. Those are kind of their backgrounds. Their their uh, their games and whatever. Okay. And I I've I've yapped on long enough. What are you thinking? So uh, I have a question about Aaron. So mm -hmm. um, you mentioned that his the chain is his main weapon. So my question, first of all, then is why is all of his official artwork just him using a big old sword? <laughs> Why, why does he have a sword in his official art and not this chain? Because Zale, in his art, has a chain. <laughs> but Aaron does not. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Why? He, ha he has a sword, but it's not the main thing. I don't know. I, I'm checking out the artwork now. There's one piece of artwork with the chain and they don't even show, show the entire chain dear jrpg developers of the future um first of all not every hero needs to use a sword i mean sword's fine mm -hmm. but we can vary it up a little but also part two if they do use something other than the sword don't make a sword be in their default artwork give them their actual uh -huh. weapon you don't see dimitri yeah. or edelgard carrying <laughs> a sword in fire Emblem's art do you no be fucking mm -hmm, weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I finally I realized what Zale's chains kind of represent, or like uh, probably 
they probably represent gathering and how it pulls opponents in. But I mean, it's hmm. totally aesthetic. You're not running around with those long ass chains in game, so it's kind of bizarre. Right. Um, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of question about Aaron just because I have I have less to go off of with him. Like I don't have anything mm-hmm. in mind. It's like oh. Well, he could do this technique or that. All I know is like, okay, so he got sights <clears throat> and a chain, and he can just like you know strangle somebody really hard in his grab animation. Because Jesus fucking Christ, we'll need to see that apparently. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, he's probably gonna have a tether recovery, even though I hate it. It just kind of makes sense, I guess. Just you Either know, that or the scythe kind of brings him up a bit. True, true. You could do something like a spiraling scythe uh, of special. Uh, I do have some thoughts about Zale, yeah, though. Yeah. So, okay. Gathering uh, is supposed to inflict all these debuffs on anything within a certain radius of Zale, while also making them face him and start focusing their attentions on him. So it's like, hey, come at me, but also now you're weaker. Ooh, that's going to be bad news for you. So I kind of thought, what if, yeah. what if Zale has Gathering as like the standard... And uh, it will not like not like a, the stopwatches slowdown effect, but maybe like lowers their attack strength or something just to like kind of stimulate that same effect. Very much uh, too close to Zale, but at the same time, if they were facing away from him, they immediately flip towards him, which could screw up what that character was planning to do right then. Like mm-hmm. if they were trying to uh, escape, like use a side special to get away from him. All of a sudden, and now they're running towards him. Just like, uh oh, that wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. Or maybe instead mm-hmm. of that, uh, like, because that could get weird. Maybe it's like um, interrupts whatever they are currently doing. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a possibility. Yeah. And um, maybe maybe when you like you've done gathering enough times where you've hit enough characters with like it's filling up a meter or something. And then once you have it filled up, you can you do Gathering Burst, which maybe is also standard. Maybe it's down. I'm not really sure about that. But then it sends like a shockwave that pushes everything away and damages them. So bring them in close. Knock them away. Yeah. That's really all I have. Yeah, I think, I think when you have oh, a character like Zale who's uh, in, in game, you know, this isn't the, the same with every character, but when, when you have a character who has something so associated with their very identity like Zale and Gathering, I think that you have to find a way yeah. to incorporate it into the moveset or otherwise it's bust. Agreed. So, yeah. So in this case, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm pretty happy with, uh, what you came up with here with just interrupting a move, pulling, pulling opponents in and having the payoff of the burst ultimately right. coming, coming to, um, and before I um, forget, I did have one final note on Aaron, okay, uh, which is his final smash. Oh, um, I was gonna. Zale. I have something for that as well, yeah. or for both of them actually. Nice, nice. Um, you see, Z- Zales. Uh, since we're since we're still on Zale, Zales could be potentially the uh, the outsider meteor bursting down on on people, mm-hmm. or um, I'm trying to think of something more unique outside of a cgi as well but we'll come back to that i have something um, from the cgi yeah. but it does have something unique about it okay so you mentioned uh that special sword he has that uh mm-hmm. he can use to heal himself when he attacks and defeats enemies 
So what if we have a, a cinematic where this is the only time he pulls out that sword? Uh, otherwise, he uses like his basic sword for this or what, some other weapon he has. I don't fucking know. Uh, he does like the opening slash cinematic begins. You know, just like the kind of basic, you know, he runs around does a whole bunch of slashes. But here's the interesting thing. Most final smashes with rare exception... Uh, are about doing either big damage or big knockback. But what about if for this one, if for him, he's not focusing on big damage or big knockback. You know, he does some, like he's still hurting them, he's going to knock them away when it's over. But what if it's more about, with each slash, he heals? A yeah. relatively small amount, but enough to be worthy of it being part of a final smash that's also hurting other people. Like, uh, Peach and Daisy... <laughs> They don't do really any damage, and they do like 2% damage. But they can eat those giant flowers and peaches that recover health if they get to mm -hmm. them first. Maybe he can just heal as he's doing each slash. I don't know what the numbers would need to be on this to make this balance, but that'd be a really unique idea. It would. It would. And I'm sure, and it's not anything that the Smash community has come up with either. Well, I'm so sure somebody in the community has. Yeah, just just not publicly on forums or, or Reddit or something. Well, um, that we've seen. Yeah, someone within the community being you as well. So. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. my, my point is more that like just about anything has been thought up by somebody at some point. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's not you know, it's we... not a, there's nothing official that's like it, and we haven't right. seen anything right. like it. Right. Um, no, that's a that's a pretty that's a really solid idea. Also, I keep seeing Yoda in your bedsheets. Like, the way that it's wrinkled, I just see him. You see it, too. No. No, that's too bad. Maybe someone else will. So <laughs> Maybe we should get to the ideas for Aaron's Final Smash. Yeah. This one writes itself, right? Uh, if you say so. If you say so. Okay. <laughs> It would have to be CGI, I'm pretty sure. Um, just have it be Elena and her monstrous one. That was one of my ideas. Yeah, turn into a monster and attack opponents. Um, I also wrote, if that's too grotesque... No, it's not. Make it happen. <laughs> I mean, if we can have him literally choking somebody with his chain... True. Uh, the, the, the other idea I had for Aaron's Final Smash involved uh, the opponent being sent into one of the towers and the Guardian just beating the ever-loving shit out of him. <laughs> That's Whomping true. You can, you can have him... Yeah, yeah. You can have him, like, disturb the Guardian because that's always what they need. Like, the whole building is that they're peaceful, but if they, like, slam into the Guardian first, that'll activate their peace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Aaron, yeah. like, chain throws them into the Guardian and they're just like... Bitch, you come into my house. Uh -uh. <laughs> Again, Wumping Willow style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the master of the treetop tower in, uh, in the treetop tower stage I made on Smashtopia, for yeah. instance. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Um, so I, I think what we're getting at here, there's these two characters who have, you look at them and you're like, oh yeah, that's a JRPG character. Mm -hmm. um, but they have unique attributes compared to the larger swath of JRPG characters. Um, Zael with gathering, but he also has a, he has a, he has a 
respectable swath of weapons with with, uh, with his various swords, the lance, the crossbow. Uh, he also has some other light, like anima magic, like his uh, gale burst, where he can dash forward, almost similar to how Cloud runs. Mm-hmm. And then he sl- he 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 swipes at an opponent and unleashes a flurry of wind magic, uh, just l- and little healing spells and stuff like that. Um, then Aaron is just like none of that magic shit. He is just total. Weapon he master. serves in the military, and it shows. It's it's total militant. Uh, weapons masters you say um what can he do to exert brute force in the most creative way um so two very very different characters a, a more technical character um but not to the point of shulk dear lord and uh more a more well-balanced technical character uh with with range and and a decent amount of options and versus a character with uh i think that strength will play and and just sheer range you'd have to make him kind of a slower character mm-hmm. uh all of the belmonts to balance things out um so there's merit to both certainly um i would love to be, live in the world where both of these games were as popular as xenoblade chronicles and they were both just in the game already because they it, it they both almost write themselves and it wouldn't be a bad move but uh you know we're at the point where pandora's tower will probably never get anything ever and we will be lucky if last story gets a remake. Um, which I hope and pray for. <laughs> but that's not that's neither here nor there. But it is such a fucking good game. It, it they both. I mean, release them both on Switch and see what happens. I mean, why not? They can just do it digitally. Honestly, I don't know yeah. why the Switch isn't capitalizing. This is you know one of our uh, side offs that we yeah. do all the time. Why the Switch? Did not continue the whole. Uh, I forgot what it's called now, but the, virtual console. Thank you. The virtual console. Why? Why are we not continuing this? Like, yeah, cool, sure. Then here's which one I can play these NES and SNES games for free. Cool, cool, sure. Most of them could I don't had, care about. It could have the been only, this simple too. The, the only real cool thing with it is that some of them have, like, their special versions, like the special version of Legend of Zelda, where it's like, oh, you start out with, like, most of the equipment. That's pretty cool, I have to say. So if somebody yeah. doesn't feel like they're very good at the game, hey, that's awesome. But also the rewind feature, it's like, oh, I died. Let me just rewind 10 seconds and keep going in the game. That's pretty neat. But why did we just completely abandon Virtual Console? Why can't I download Wii or Wii U games? If this if the Switch was backwards compatible, I would understand it. But it's not. It's cartridges. Mm-hmm. We're back mm-hmm. to cartridges. Not that I'm, I don't give a fuck about the whole cartridge thing. But let us, yeah. let yeah. us download yeah. Wii yeah. and Wii yeah. U games. Just put them on mm-hmm. there digitally. It doesn't cost you a fucking... Well, it might cost them, like, contracts. Or I don't fucking know how a lot of that works. But it's going to be a lot cheaper than just making physical versions for a remake, even. Put it digitally. Yeah. See how it does. And if people like it, then maybe you can think about... Creating a definitive edition or some shit. I don't give a fuck. Just let people buy the fucking games they want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, for this starters, is why I mean, just have NSO. is such a huge thing. If you don't give people yeah. access to play legally, they're gonna in, in a in a way that's not bullshit. Let me let me amend that. In a way that they can play it legally, <laughs> that's not complete bonkers. Then they're gonna mm-hmm. go pirate it. Yeah, yeah. What would yeah. you rather yeah. have, money or no money? 
They're like, we have some money, so that's okay. We're just going to do some weirdo shit. It's like, how did it take them so long to come up with a new Pokemon Snap game? Pokemon Snap was a fucking... People fucking loved that shit on Instagram. There are printers created for it for people just to make. Now, granted, the Wii U didn't do so hot. Maybe there were ideas for it on the Wii U. And it's you know, just like, mm-hmm. let's not because it's not doing well. But it had like the whole tablet thing. That would have been perfect as a camera. Mm-hmm. What the mm-hmm. fuck? I'm glad we finally have a version on Switch. I've been playing it recently and it's, you know, pretty fun. It's not my usual game, but I'm enjoying it so far. It's like, what the fuck mm-hmm. took them so long? I don't know. And that and uh, up until 10 years ago, Nintendo didn't even really support any developers, period. <laughs> it's they, there, there's been a lot of back. There's, for every step forward, there's always some. There's always some step back. Yeah, online um, services. Yeah, yeah. With 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 NSO too, I think it's as simple as a as for a start, just uh, have these games available in the way that they are now, um, but have a to buy option. Yeah, because it, it it puts a pit in my stomach knowing that I'm paying what twenty dollars a year, whatever. Yeah, it's a pittance, but um. But knowing that when the Switch's life cycle is over, I won't have access to these games anymore. They're going to well, shut the server down. And yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, cool. I get, yeah, that's another point. It's like, sure, we get those games for free if you have the Nintendo Switch Online subscription. What if I want to play the original Legend of Zelda without that online subscription? Or what if I don't have internet where I live for whatever reason? Let me buy the fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nintendo, and put, I love you, but and, sometimes and put, you just make the dumbest decisions. The micro? Mm-hmm. Really? What the mm-hmm. fuck was that? <laughs> like, hey, Sony does it too. Like, yeah, fair fair point. <laughs> I mean, don't get, me, I'll, don't get me started on Sony. Sony makes some dumbass All three companies make some big, dumbass decisions sometime around. Remember the uh-huh. PSP Go? Let's make a PSP yeah. that you can only play digital games. Nobody bought it. Mm-mm. Nobody. Nope. nope. They just. I remember they like, were going those way That's free trash. Yep. 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 And then they. You know what else? The, the Connect. Yeah. The the Xbox One was like, it comes with Connect and it's always on. Nope. No thanks. That's a security breach waiting to happen. Now, to be fair, they're listening. Also true. Let's be honest. I mean, they're listening. But I was the less of those devices, the better. I'm never fucking getting an Alexa or a Siri or wherever the fuck they are. I don't want that shit in my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Precisely. Uh, Yeah, I was talking about how I wear Puma sneakers this morning, and then suddenly. Uh, 40 Puma ads show up on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not surprised. I didn't write it down anywhere. Didn't didn't go on the what shoe website. Mm-hmm. I just said it over breakfast. It's like, okay, there we go. It's so like, yeah, okay, they, they that's enough listening. technology. Throw it away. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. If only, if only. But the flip phone argument is another old man yells at cloud argument for another day. Um... <laughs> I just want a real keyboard. Yeah. There Don't you make go. me do the old flip phone keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tap four what times about the ones... to use one letter. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. 
What about the ones that were uh, like the BlackBerry or the or the horizontal the razor? I don't. Can... I never had a razor, and I only yeah. used the BlackBerry yeah. because my real phone was uh, out of communicate out of out of not usable. Incommunicado. Sure. Yeah. Roaming. Um. Point is though, Nintendo, you'll get money. Just put the games out for people to download them. What the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, starting with starting with the last story in Pandora's Tower. And I mean, shouldn't you end with not... the last story? Yeah, and also not the and also not releasing Super Mario Three D All Stars as a uh, limited release. <laughs> yeah. Also, why was Super Mario Thirty Five limited? If they were going to replace it with something else and have like a rotation thing, that would have made sense to me. But they didn't. Okay, we mm-hmm. have Pac-Man ninety nine, but that's different. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. And Tetris ninety nine is still around, so yeah. it's like why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do do a rotation of like Mario thirty five, Zelda thirty five, Metroid twenty, or Kirby, yeah, whatever. Sure. WarioWare fifteen. <laughs> oh God, I don't even want to imagine what <laughs> WarioWare's battle royale would be like. A Jesus. total nightmare. Where's where you were on Switch? Holy moly. Uh, nowhere, because it's not happening. That's sad, and you'll have to think so, too. War- WarioWare Gold, wasn't that... Did that one even do well? I know DIY was dumb. It was like, far hey, too hey, you guys want a WarioWare game? Do it yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fuck? Uh... Very super rudimentary games in that one. Mm-hmm. Like wait, wait. Why did the DSI exist? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Why did I buy it? An even better question. Mm-hmm. Because the light was clearly superior. Um, that being said, <laughs> that what do you think said, about Zale and Aaron? <laughs> what do I think about Zale and Aaron? Uh, I do have a question on Aaron. So, Zale, we kind of know, like, okay, you know, he's got his basic sword. He's got, like, a super sword. He's got, like, I think you said a, a lance as well. And for some reason, a chain motif. Who the fuck knows why? But he's also got magic and, you know, the whole gathering gimmick. But does Aaron have anything else besides just a bunch of different weapons? Or does he have, like, special techniques at all? Um, the techniques are about as, uh... He does have techniques. Like, with the scythe, he can... He can chain attacks and and uh like we were talking about earlier with like the swiping upwards that's something that he does in the game spinning around with it um but honestly it's it's all it's all fairly rudimentary the what you're getting with him is less in the moves with the weapons and more so the weapons themselves gotcha uh the the most intuitive by far being the, the reckless chain so um that being the primary weapon then i don't know if you would want to swap them out for like as like an extra skill or if you just want to include the sword and the and the scythe and the twin blades as like standards mm-hmm. um but you could do either or right um and it would probably turn out all right okay yeah yeah they're 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 special moves but they're more like fighting game combos right so nothing like it's, it's an act yeah. more of an action hack and slash kind of thing yeah it's just 
mash the button for combos. Yeah, and they look much. different depending on what weapon you're using. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't really think I have anything else on any of these two characters. Granted, neither one of them are ones that I know too well. You're really the expert on both of these. So I'm, I can really only go off of what you've told me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know shit either way. And what I've gathered most from this conversation is like, I need to get my Wii out of the shed. And record <laughs> gameplay footage? Sure. I, uh, these games would be so, so, you like, you see the faceless Xenoblade Chronicles got on the Switch. Yeah. Like, just, uh, get rid of that SD blur, because I'm going to go back to the Wii and be like, oh my god, what happened to my eyes? Um, <laughs> what's happened when I went back to the 3DS and 240p after playing the Switch for the first time, I was like, holy fucking shit. All of a sudden, um, you can see Dunbon over there. Yeah. And a Zerda, as it were. Oh, what a what a time! <laughs> what if Dunbon was in Smash? Mm-hmm. He would be a short clone without the Minato. Yeah. So, like I yeah. said, kind of boring. Yep. Sorry to the Dunbon fans out there, but uh, yeah, I mean yeah. he'd be better than Charla. But, but <laughs> if, I, if I'm breaking the Xenoblade Chronicles cast and like who who gets in. Uh, he's one spot above Charlotte, or he's not. He's one spot above. Yeah, it, it's it's Fiora, and then it's Melia, Melia. and then I guess it's Ryan, and then it's Riki. No, would we, would we be Riki before Ryan? Maybe. I yeah. know. I think you could do some interesting things with Ryan, considering his how his weapon is. So Ryan, then Riki, and then Dunbon, and then Charla. Yep. So you think Charla. that Ryan would have a, a lot of time manipulations moveset? I think he would be a defensive tank. There you go. There you go. Kind of like Aaron is a an offensive tank. I thought a Panzer was an offensive tank. So is um, Sophia. <laughs> anyway, I, I can Sheila. see. Yep. Yep, I could see in your eyes where you thought you were going to go with that. <laughs> did you? Where did you think uh, I was going to go with that? Uh, I think you were going to go with uh, where you were going to go with that was which of these two characters you want to choose. Well, uh, if I'm going to go where that is. So, it is always harder when you don't know the characters at all. Granted, you know, again, we don't work with none of the F-Zero characters, but for those, we can just invent all the bullshit we want. This time, we have two characters that are established in what they are yeah. and what they can do and what kind of weapons they would be using. It's just, unfortunately, I have none of that real knowledge. So my vote is perhaps not as informed as it could be. But um, right. l- looking at the two of these, what's been said about them, what they can do, there is a standout for me. Uh, on the one side, we have a guy that can use some magic, you know, he's got a, he's got a lance, he's got a sword, and, you know, make people look at him. And the other person's got, like, a whole bunch of different weapons, uh, swords, spears, a fucking chain that does all kinds of crazy things, and scythes, and I like scythes, they're pretty fucking fun. 
But which character do I think would be more fun inside of Smash? Or fun slash unique slash interesting? Uh, it's going to be Zale for me. I just think, like, first of all, I think he has a more interesting design. I'm sorry, Aaron, your design kind of... Eh. To be fair, you could kind of say both of them are kind of basic in their designs, which, you know, that's fair. But um, looking at him, I think Zell just interests me more. From the gathering technique he has to the various magics, uh, I also kind of like the way his sword looks. Like, that's a unique-looking sword. Aaron's sword mm -hmm. is just like, okay. Yeah, that's it, it's a sword. Boring. You know, Z Zale seems to be the more interesting one of them to me. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fair choice, and um, you know they're uh, they're both characters from a interesting foregone era in Nintendo's history, wherein I can't believe that Operation Rainfall went off with without a hitch, and it worked to this to this day. I mean. This is what Mother 3 fans around the world were hoping for for themselves. <laughs> and still are. <laughs> and still on, including Terry Crews. Which brings uh, the, and, and why the fuck did Reggie talk about having a translated version recently? <laughs> He's just like, like, he replies to, for no reason, he didn't have to do this. He replies to a post on Twitter just like, that asks, what game have you been playing or want to try lately or whatever it was? And Reggie's response like, oh, you know, the translated version of Mother 3. But every time I think of playing it, somebody trolls me. I said, ah, maybe some other time. Maybe I'll fire it up this weekend. Why did you do this? At this point, I mean, nothing nothing has been announced since I'm in. It's been like a week or two at this point. So it's like, okay, you were just being a dick. It's like, what the fuck, Reggie? Jesus, what's wrong with imagine you? If, imagine if Reggie opens E3 for Nintendo and it's just like, hey... And, he, and he's where and he's where no no he he appears on stage well not this is a stage mm -hmm. he's, he's just in the video and he's wearing a franklin badge he's wearing a franklin badge you know he's just doing the the, the show and it's like it's like oh hey you know dude, everything like there is nothing nothing mother is shown off so at the very end he's like oh hey you, you guys notice what i was wearing that's cool isn't it that's all we had to say <laughs> The show ends. <laughs> what a fucking dick. I mean, I don't think it's funny as hell, but goddamn, if I was an Earthbound, one of the big Earthbound fans, I would be pissed off. It's like, you bitch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like, it's, Funnily, like, for me, it's like, like... If, if somebody was teasing a Bio Network 7, and then they did that, I'd be like, listen here. We gonna have some words. teasing a Phoenix right win on that Smasher Dad, and then they said, objection. Yeah. <laughs> but phoenix actually won good for him uh yeah funnily enough trevor turbo taxer he's been on the show a few times and is a huge earthbound mother fan he was like you deserve this reggie for all the harassment you've put up with it's like well he's gonna get harassed more <laughs> yep oh yeah that's fun awakening that fan base is like awakening the waluigi fan base <laughs> Ooh. So, i think the waluigi yeah. fan base is a little bit more fiery little a, a few less brain cells considering that there at the very least there's a fan translation of mother 3 out there which is honestly probably yeah. part of why nintendo has never released mother 3 and maybe they won't ever because it because there's already a huge fan translation that most of them have played 
Mm-hmm. I, 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 sure, people are asking for it, but I also wonder, like, considering it'd be on Switch, it'd be $60. I think most people would be like, I'm not playing $60 for that. I'll just play the fan translation. So honestly, you know, it's kind of fair, yeah. I think, why Nintendo hasn't done it. Unless they do, like, a huge mother anniversary collection. Maybe touch some things up and remove the bullshit inventory system. And fix the <laughs> menuing. Yeah, I finally fucking played Earthbound, and I was not happy with some things in it. Still good, but I was not happy with some things. I get it. It's old. It's not going to get the benefit from modern changes. That's mm-hmm, why I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, just do an anniversary collection of all three in one and fix up some of the more frustrating things about it. Yeah. Modernize yeah, yeah. it a little. You don't got to change the art style. Keep it pixel. Sure. I don't give a fuck about that. Just don't make me frustrated. Mm-hmm. Earthbound frustrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remake it in the in the claymation style of the art. Okay, now that I would be okay with. Like, that'd be fucking great. Yeah. Like, if, if they're yeah, going yeah. to change the art style in a remake, do the claymation. Don't do Link's Awakening. <laughs> don't, 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 or, don't do uh... that. Or don't do or Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> yeah, Link's Awakening looks better than the Diamond and Pearl remake so far. Not great. All we've seen is one trailer. Sure. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, well, it's rough. connect. Yeah. yeah, Link's Awakening. It's it's a thing where you can bash it, but at least they realize something. Yeah, it's like like I can admit that the style works for the game, and everything looks yeah. fucking polished. It it works inside. That said, I don't like the fact that they all look like Fisher-Price toys. I don't. Yeah. Does it at least all look good for the art style they did? Yes, I just don't like that style. It's kind of like, I don't care for most things chibi. I really don't. I think it looks dumb. But at least most (laughs) things that do it, you know, they at least make the style look right. Just, I don't like the style itself. Diamond and Pearl looks like a mobile game. (laughs) Don't look good so far. Yeah, uh, a bit of a yikes. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I expect it to look better, but we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. I really do. Yeah, Gen yeah. Four yeah. was my yeah. gen. Please don't make it shit. I was expecting mm-hmm. it to look like sword and shield graphics at minimum, because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's what all the other remakes have been—the same style as what the other but, games in that gen were. Not this. That. Oh, hey, you don't like sword and shield's art style? Okay, here you go. Here's that. Now, the Arceus game looks really good so far. Yeah, and Pokemon so, Snap looks yeah. better than Sword and Shield. Hell, by far. By far. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, who's your vote? Because <laughs> I'm close to getting set off. Uh, uh, uh. We'll we'll have to make a whole other podcast just for that. Yeah, we um, will. like series, not just episode. Yeah, let's, let's just do a podcast where we complain about things we don't like. Every episode, we just there's not even a set topic. We just bitch session every episode. That sounds fun. I'm not kidding. You know what I don't fun. like? People who text multiple texts in a row to make one sentence. They say, hello, it's me, Sally, and I'm at the bar with Joe, period. Okay, 
I'll I have it. a coworker that when they yep. that when they need help with something, they'll message, "Hello, Lister," and then they'll wait for me to see their message before they say what they want. It's like, can you please just say what you want? Like, I'm doing shit, but if you need something urgent, I can stop what I'm doing. But if you don't tell me what you want, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. The mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. And they're never gonna mm-hmm. watch this, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, my vote. <laughs> yes, your vote, please. Yeah, my vote is okay. Enough exposition. My vote's Zale. Interesting. My Why? my vote is also Zale. Um, Aaron. I was thinking I might go Aaron for a while, which which intrigued me because between the two games, the last I mean, Pandora's Tower is good. Mm-hmm. I beat the game; it was fun. Um, but it's middle of the road compared to the last story. The last story is my favorite Rainfall title by far, including Xenoblade. Um, and they just they just get everything right. The narrative points are great. Character development is great. The battle system is great. Uh, mission structure is great. Soundtrack is great. And uh, they they somehow avoid being the same trite JRPG in the end. Um, so I had that kind of bias towards Zale going in just because I loved the game. Uh, probably like a top 10 games of all time for me. Really? But, yeah, it's up there. I mean, it may be like number 10, but it's up there. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, we'll see. Like, but then we started talking about Aaron. It's like, yeah, he has the Oracle's Chain, which sets him apart from almost everybody straight away. Um, and he's a lot more brutal with it than the Belmonts can be. Um, so there's that. And, and then the idea of having a scythe involved. Very few characters main that sort of weapon. Um, there's a few. We can, like, Death Room, Darksiders, or whatever. But, um... Not many. Or Death from Castlevania. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, yeah, but then it just came into this discussion of, okay, so what's unique about Aaron compared to Zale is that he's a weapons master, and but he can't really do a whole lot that is unique with those weapons. Mm-hmm. Like there's other characters. He's, he, he fights with them very competently, and that's about it. Um, Zale, what sets him over the edge is gathering. Gathering is something that most JRPG protagonists can say they don't have. It's something that Smash characters can definitely say they don't have. Uh, and that's, in the technical battle, what sets them over the edge. And then you just have the, the... And then it's just Smash or Dash from there where I say, hey, you don't need more of a reason than you like him. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so I like I like Zale more than Aaron. <laughs> yeah. So, so here we are. <laughs> I mean, for me, what it ultimately came down to was that... When, when you don't have any real visualization of what anything looks like for either character, you can really only go off of what the, what they do. And when one character is just like, oh, okay, they're button mashing combos with different weapons. And this other character is like, oh, he has this technique and he can do this wind thing. And he has mm-hmm. um, a, this little gathering special. And it's like, okay, I can kind of picture some of this shit. I can see some uniqueness. Whereas it's just like, swing sword. Swing sword twice. Yeah. Use yeah. lance. Yeah. Use lance twice. Like, I can't... That That's harder yeah. to be yeah. Yeah. interested yeah. Yeah. in. Yeah. 
if I had seen, you know, if I watched gameplay of both these two games, my opinion might change. But when I don't yeah. know shit, I can. It's really just going to be like a okay, who who actually does things compared to just swing swing. Yeah, and I mean a character like Aaron falls right into my playstyle. Just do this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he would be played the heck out of. He would be a cool character, but it's not unique in the scope of Smash. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there we go. All right. Surprised and glad we didn't make any tiebreakers. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder if we would on uh, actually both of these. I think we're potential tiebreakers depending on how things went. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank God we didn't. Uh, however, <laughs> next time on Supercast Brothers, we're going back oh. to an on topic. And this one is going to be a bit of a difficult on topic for us. Because we're talking about a gaming franchise that we don't know anything about. Hello, we're talking about a franchise I know nothing about. Yeah, we're, we're, we're decided, you know what, let's talk about a series and just speculate like what anything we could get in Smash from that series. And we figured, hey, you know what, League of Legends, that's huge and popular. Sure, why not? But we don't know anything about might it. Might have a slight issue. Might have that. someone show up to help us out. We might have someone. Expert we or, might have or, or two, two someones. Maybe. Our first double have. guest podcast since... Uh, so what was that one we did before? Trevor and Jake. You know, I was just, oh, everyone is here. I was trying to think what it was about. Since we had Trevor yeah. and Jake on for the Everyone is Here episode. But this is going to be the first one with four people on video. So that's going to be a little bit In different. the first one... With four people, that wasn't totally off the cuff, and we invited the fourth person on at the last moment. Yes. <laughs> happening again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you throw everyone off of that kind of nonsense. But hey, we're done for the day. That's a podcast done. Next time. That's a podcast. LOL. Done. Ah! <laughs> Rafflecopter. <laughs>